Welcome to another episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, Nicki Minaj is back and honestly, protect Olivia Rodrigo at all costs. Plus, y'all had questions and we've got advice. So if you're ready for all of these fun and fancy free snacks, crack open the pantry door and uh, let's get into it. It is me and it is you. It's Felicia and my name is Courtney. These are the things you overheard. Those snacks overheard in the pantry. Oh yeah, we're besties. Hey, Felicia. Hello. (laughs) How you doing, gal? I'm doing all right. It's the weekend for us. Bidding any week for y'all listening, but um, it's the weekend. I'm sitting in my office with my cats. Hey. And I just noticed that there is a moth in here, so there may be some clanging and banging as the cats start to notice. Shout out to the cats, um, because the cats get that moth ass. Oh, yeah. Lucy's already on it. Really? Lucy is staring. It's up on the ceiling right now, and she is just looking up. Excited. Trying to figure out how to get to it. Come on, Miss Lucy. How Mm. are you, Courtney? Felicia, honestly, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I still got a little bit of wagyu Mm. in my tummy from last evening. Um, I went out to a cute dinner with some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, my castmates from mm-hmm. the show circle, and uh, we went to this restaurant called Katana in mm-hmm. West Hollywood, and it was actually the most luxurious dining experience I've ever had. <laughs> so, um, Courtney, you're a big fancy celebrity now, so you got to explain what this meat is. Wag- For those of us. Y'all, this is what I'm going to do because y'all not about to get me. We got a lot of people listening to this now. Hold on. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go right to the Google Schmoogler and I'm going <laughs> to type in Wagyu. 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 Wagyu is any of the four Japanese breeds of beef cattle in several areas of Japan. Wagyu beef is shipped carrying area names. Some examples are Matsusaka beef, Kobe beef, Yonzawa beef, Mishima beef, Omi beef, and Sandra beef. Mm. So that's what I had, y'all. So what makes Japanese meat? What makes it taste differently? You said you told me you were describing it to me earlier. Felicia, (laughs) I personally, and if you're listening to this, maybe you understand this, but I I come from a Red Robin burgers and Tyson mm. chicken strips, you know? Yum, yum, yum. Okay. Um, this piece of meat, I put it into my mouth. First of all, it came out on a flaming plate. <laughs> mm. We each had to take our chopsticks and grab our piece off of the flaming plate. Oh, my God. When I placed this piece of meat into my mouth, I bit into it, Felicia, and I was like, is this fat? Oh, and it just like melts in your mouth. My God. A meat that melts. <laughs> I am gay. <laughs> A meat that melts in your mouth. I couldn't believe it. 
I was literally in shock. I ain't never been nowhere, y'all. But listen, if you got the good, 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 good coin, uh, try to get you some good Wagyu. Mm. And then put it on a flaming plate and then call us. That sounds delicious. I'm jealous. I want some. It was nice. They brought us out like plates and plates and plates of like sushi and grilled fish and halibut, darling, and the mm. salmon, darling. Um, we had like dessert. They had like a, like cakes and it was a really nice experience. Um, shout out to Katana. That's so fun. Um, I enjoyed watching the night through your Instagram stories and the hey. cast Instagram stories. And I'm sure that there's some stuff on TikTok I need to go catch up on. I'll Girl. be scrolling TikTok and you'll just like pop up on my For You page and like someone else's video. And I'm like, oh, it's Courtney. <laughs> oh, I love that. Circle Talk is it. the place to be. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love being on Circle Talk. Ah! Shout out to my friends. Oh, um, but I did have it was a really good night. When you come, Felicia, we'll have to splurge. How about this? We'll eat somewhere else, uh-huh. and then we'll go for drinks. That's Listen, what we'll do. I'm down for that. Girl, you a little hibiscus cocktail, girl. That sounds amazing. It was really good. Um, so I had a good night last night. That sounds so fun. I I will be out there before the year is over, I'm sure. Please. I'm sure. I, I mean, I'm vaccinated. I know. It's been over a year since we've seen each other in person. That's too damn long, Felicia. It is. It's probably the longest we've gone without seeing each other since we met. Oh, my God. We got to fix that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see each other before the year is up. Yes, ma'am. I'm ready. Fly on in. Whether I got to fly there, we just got to see eye to eye, girl. I'm like a goofy movie. <laughs> yes. Underrated Disney movie, by the way. Love goofy, a goofy movie. I loved that movie so much. Oh, I need to watch it. I haven't watched see it in a really long time. That was probably one of my favorite movies as a child. That that one same that one for me and um this is always the unpopular opinion. My favorite Disney animated movie is Oliver and Company. Oh no, mine too, Courtney. Why should I worry? Why should I be? Yeah, yeah. I may not have a dime. Oh, but I got street savoir. Let's go. That's yeah, no, Oliver and uh, that was that's probably number one for me. No one likes that one. I don't know why. It has it has such a good uh, soundtrack to me. I oh. I've always loved it. Oh yeah, yeah. the soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> Little Orange Lisa. Kitty. Yeah. A question. Mm-hmm. Um. Are you tired of reboots? Um. I don't really. I honestly really don't have an opinion on them. Because there's not been anything, I'm trying to think, I can't think of anything that I was excited about, a reboot that I was excited about that's happened recently. Mm. Can you think of anything? I can't think of anything. Like one that I was really, really excited about? No. In the beginning, I was very, in the. and when I say in the beginning, this is when I feel like reboots were like really popping off or it was still like novel mm-hmm. um when fuller house came out i was like oh this is a great idea like of course it's iconic so many years have passed blah blah mm-hmm. blah once fuller house came out girl and then it was like one after the other after the other after the other like i'm exhausted yeah i did watch fuller house um i guess 
I don't know if like like I remember um, the Babysitters Club. I think was last summer that came out. I don't know if that's considered a reboot or not. Um, but I really really enjoyed that. But I can't think of something a reboot that's come out and I'll be like, oh, I have to see that. You know. Me either. Like we have um, the Gossip Girl reboot coming out, which I'm like. <laughs> Mm. Am I going to like it? I mean, you know, I, I like the original ones. Oh, you know what? I did like, well, Gilmore Girls was not a reboot. That was just a like continuation. And yeah, that was like a reunion thing, I guess. I, I get why things are rebooted. I just need a break. Mm-hmm. But like, can we go like two years and have like some real good original maybe that's it i'm like craving like original something like everything popular is like a reboot or like a tear away of something else or i don't know i guess that means i got to get in there and do it myself i feel you and it's it's funny because i'm thinking about it and degrassi is basically a reboot of itself but they Mm. find a way to make that interesting time after time you're absolutely right, and I think it's because the what Degrassi does different is they're able to slowly rotate characters in and out mm-hmm. from being in the forefront to the background, where it doesn't always feel always like a brand new cast all right. the time. Um, and if it does, it's we've already seen our old ones graduate, so we know what time it is. Mm-hmm. And you know they still work at the dot and shit, girl. Oh yeah. Baby at the, the party. Spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Love Degrassi. <laughs> Shout out to Spinner. Um, I want to talk about Nikki's live because I did watch it and beam me up, Scotty. Oh, oh, oh. Felicia got her pink wig on and her Bobby chain on. <laughs> yes. I loved her live last night. First off, I'm not even... I wouldn't consider myself a bar because I don't really know much about Nikki. I just like listen to her music. Um, but I knew she was going to be late. And oh, yeah. I, you know, so I was not rushing to get on there, but I loved watching her live. I loved having Drake on there. I yeah, just I loved him. I table multiple times. For those of, for context, y'all, when Nikki went live, um, I was actually at the restaurant I was just telling y'all about. Um, and yes, I did That's bring I my AirPods say. in. I had both in. I did, I wasn't even doing like a one AirPod. I could like I could barely hear her because the music was so loud. But girl, the dedication. I had that phone set up, girl. Mm-hmm. I love that. But yeah, I I loved that Drake popped on there and said hello. He just seems so lovely. Speaking of Degrassi, mm-hmm. um, and I love that as soon as I clicked on it, it was just a few seconds went by and there you go. And she goes, hi, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> My extra ass in the comments. Always, girl. I literally shouted in the restaurant at the table. What's fun about that is she saw your comment before she saw Drake even commenting. <laughs> so she spoke to you before she yes. spoke to Drake. <laughs> Period. I love her. <laughs> so I know you're super excited. So is it, um, is this, she, it's a mixtape? 
Yeah, so what okay. happened, Felicia, was um, Be Me, I'm Scotty was one of Nicki Minaj's mixtapes, and none of her mixtapes have ever been on the streaming services before. Okay. We, we would always have to, like, go to YouTube or, like, a different app or service to sort of get the songs. Um, and so now, for the first time, it's been, like, over a decade, it feels like. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that yep. came out in te- 2010? It's, yeah, it's been over a decade, right? Yeah. Um, Pretty old. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, she put it on the streaming services and she added a couple new songs. And I'm just glad that I can support her in this way and she get the coin. Yeah, I've, I've been listening to a few songs off of it. You know, like I said, I love Drake. So I had to add the Best I Ever Had remix to my playlist. <laughs> that was my first favorite Nicki Minaj song. Was, was it? Yeah, I, I had it. Um, what I did was I listened to the mixtapes that she had out and then I plucked my favorites mm-hmm. off of all the mixtapes. And then I burned for those of y'all that know, if you know, you know, <laughs> I burned a CD that said Nicki Minaj dot 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 is the baddest. And that song was the first one. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was my <laughs> first favorite Nicki like verse because I was up. I had never heard the original best I ever had without her. Uh-huh. I heard her version first. So uh-huh. when the music video came out and she wasn't in it, I was a little confused. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I just love, I love their chemistry on that. Yeah, it, it's really good. I had, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard it before. Who knows? Who, because like we were saying back in the day, y'all, you downloaded the thing from LimeWire and you okay. didn't know what you were getting. Um, so who knows? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a fun little live. I'm excited about the mixtape. I want everything. I want, well, I'm glad we got the mixtape. I'm ready for the documentary that's coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the album that's to drop. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready for all of the gifts Nicki Minaj is ready to bestow upon us, darling. These coins are ready, girl. Nicki, you think... What you gonna put a Concert? You wanna be in the front? Okay. Okay, girl. I'm vaccinated, girl. I shows up, girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Nicki is coming. Get ready. Nicki is coming. Mm. Hold that wig down tight, because she's going to come and snatch it. You know who else is coming? Who? Miss Olivia. Rodrigo. Listen, I am very excited to watch this growth. She's been buzzing. Like, the the my timeline's been, like, buzzing about her lately. I've, What's going on she, with her? She seems unstoppable already. Um, I mean, she's was on billboard magazine this week she was on something else she's gonna be on snl who her manager i don't know but she is she is getting it together i think people on stan twitter need to be prepared because just like how billy came and swept the awards Mm, you think it's going in that direction uh, yeah because she's Mm. just have you have you listened to her new song good for you no, I only heard the Deja Vu one. Okay, good for you. Courtney, when you hear really? this song, you are going to say, oh, she is here. Really? So you heard Deja Vu, right? Yeah. I'm sure you heard Driver's License. Yeah, Driver's License, you've heard that one too, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you heard the vibes of those. Yeah. Good for you is... Avril Lavigne. 
Oh. It's punk Wait, rock. It sounds which, like I was going to say which Avril Let go Avril Lavigne or girlfriend and beyond Avril Mm. Probably a little bit of both. A okay. little bit of both. It's That's like what I wanted when I was younger. So, all right. Early Paramore. Like, Taylor, if Taylor were to give us a whole album of Better Than Revenge. I have been, listen, just sidebar. Not a diss or a drag. I have been waiting for Taylor and Demi both to drop these rock albums. Mm-hmm. They're the ones. Yeah. They're the ones. Yep. <sighs> Just it's, saying, y'all. But if Taylor come out with a rock album, it's a, it's a, it's a shutout for all oh, of y'all. Oh, 100%. Don't even drop. Wait till yep. the era done. <laughs> hold that shit for a year. <laughs> right. Because, uh-uh. Just hold Keep off. Keep posting on Instagram. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Olivia, she's bringing us a variety, and she's doing it really, really successfully. And she's so early in her career. Damn, to be so young. Yeah, I mean, we truly are watching the second coming of Taylor Swift. You think? <laughs> I think so. Damn. I think so. so. Do you think that in five years... Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, <laughs> because I'm manifesting positive growth for her, I'll even say Ava Max. Mm-hmm. Who are our next like pop girls up and coming? Because Billie doesn't solidify her spot. I think Olivia is 100% going to be on the same path as Taylor Swift. Really? I do. Mm. I do. She's I here. I see it. I see what's already happened with her career so far. I see the way things are getting set up. I mean, she's got SNL this weekend. Um, I think High School Musical, the musical two premieres this weekend. Her album's coming out next weekend. Like, oh, she said it's it's my season. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Some people on Stan Twitter are going to be real mad. She started crushing them records. Uh Uh-huh. Real mad, but I do want to say it, it. It is cool that she's doing all this. She's so young. She's a songwriter, and she's also um, embracing like her Asian background. Oh, yeah. So, and that's pretty cool to see too, because in like the Deja Vu music video, you see her like comparing herself to like this white girl, and she's looking in the mirror, and you can see like the flag in the background when she's looking at herself. And then like she d- did this live performance recently, and she was in like an Asian grocery store. So it's pretty cool to see that kind of stuff because it's going to be like another form of representation that we haven't had before. I I don't think. I didn't see that music video. I'd only heard the song. So now I want to go and watch the music video. I need yeah. to like what's happened since the show, Felicia, meaning the circle is like, I'm really tapped out of like pop culture. I feel like mm-hmm. I need to tap back in. Hold on. Tap, tap, tap in. Shout out to Sweetie. What's <laughs> <laughs> song glitter? That's my song. Still, I love that song. Y'all better leave Sweetie alone. Well, all in all, I just wanted to say I'm impressed with Olivia. I'm excited to see her grow. And I saw a tweet today that said, um, I feel big sister energy towards her. That's definitely how I feel towards her. Oh, yeah. No, leave that little girl alone. Don't um, Alessia Cara her. Because you remember what happened with her. Yes, I did. She went, she got that Grammy. And then all of a sudden, everyone was acting like they didn't know who the fuck she was. And it was dragging her and saying that she didn't deserve it. And I didn't like that because... Yeah. Um, 
she worked hard. Mm-hmm. She worked hard. Shout out to Alicia. Where's Alanis Morissette? Um, she was. I don't know. Wasn't she on Halsey's last album? Was she? I think another right person. <laughs> I think she was. Uh, look up Alanis. Maybe not. I don't Maybe even I'm know why I just of... brought that up, but I like Miss Alanis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Come on, Alanis. Hold on. I'm oh, she just put out a single in April. Did she? Alanis! Oh, hold on. Okay, Felicia, I'm gonna have to get back into Miss Alanis after this. Yeah, she, Sorry. she was on Halsey's new album. She had a feature. Halsey's um having a baby soon. She is, I saw that. Who is the father of her child? Do we know? I do not know. Hmm. Shout out to her though. Shout out. And congratulations, Halsey. Yeah, I know she's um that's something that she's been very open about um wanting to be a mother. So I'm very yeah. happy for her. And you really liked her last album, right? Yes, I loved her last album. Manic? Mm-hmm. That's the You Should Be Sad album. I love that album, yes. So mm. good. So good. Bitch, come on, Halsey. I did. I love that album. So she did that. <laughs> so, Courtney, oh. shall we get into some advice? Yes, God. Let's break down some of these issues. Perfect. So um, you guys sent us in some um, topics that you needed advice on. You asked some questions. You uh, you sent us some emails at overheardinthepantry at gmail.com, um, which you can send us questions or whatever there anytime. Um, and we'll just collect them um, for whenever we do advice episodes. Yeah, so you got to keep listening to see if we give you advice on your issue. Mm-hmm. So what what we've done is we've compiled the questions that you guys sent us in on social media. And um, a, a few of you had very similar questions, so we've kind of grouped them together. Also, not 100% sure if you guys want us to say your names or not, so we're just going to use, like, your the initial of your first name because oh. I didn't know whether whether you wanted to be anonymous. Um, but uh, yeah, Courtney, shall we get into it? Okay, so first off, we had a good amount of questions about long distance relationships. Mm. Um, and we have kind of briefly talked about this before in previous advice episodes, but I think that there's probably a lot more people now since we're in a pandemic. Um, it have been for a minute that are in long distance relationships. So, mm-hmm. um, H sent in a question and H said, I've been with my significant other for one and a half years. Um, it's long distance. At first, I wanted monogamy. It was taught and raised that way, but I'm not sure anymore. I know that they wouldn't be open to dropping the exclusivi- exclusivity <laughs> of the relationship. Do I end things? So we got a little bit of long distance slash not wanting to be monogamous we got a couple of things going on here Mm. well h you and your partner have to have a conversation Mm -hmm. first of all right you have to confirm that your partner would not want to be monogamous right 
Right. Then from their response, that is where you then make the call. Okay, well, if you're not into this and I am, and on top of that, physically you're not here, then maybe we should consider going in different directions. New directions. Shout out to Glee. (laughs) Yeah, so... um... I agree. This this sounds like you just need to have a conversation with them. You you need to figure out if um, if you're wanting to have a more open relationship and they're not, then that's just one of those things where you're going to have to see um, if it matters that much to where you don't want to be in the relationship or not anymore. Um, because you, you that's two very big different things from each other is wanting to be open slash wanting to be um, monogamous. Um, so I would go ahead and start talking about it now. You've been together for one and a half years. I say, let's go ahead and have that conversation, H. Yeah, because you'll never know. And I think the it is my belief, in my opinion, from my perspective and my window where I sit. Um, I think that if you don't have the conversation, um, especially if you're fearful, which is so normal, like I totally get that. But if you don't speak about it, you'll resent. And then y'all gonna break up anyway. So <laughs> y'all might exactly. as well talk about it. Especially with you being long distance, which... Um, I don't have specific questions written down, but we had a good amount of questions of people just saying, can you give me advice about being long distance, about long distance relationships? And honestly, like from my perspective, y'all, there's so many ways to connect now after we've gone through this pandemic. I just, I feel like because, I feel like whenever you talk about long distance relationships, you have people that are either like, oh no, absolutely not. Or people that are like more open to them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like personally for me, it doesn't sound super scary to me because I've realized over this last year that most of my friendships are long distance, Mm -hmm. right? So I kind of already know how to navigate it with a long distance relationship. So I feel like because of the pandemic, more people have been able to figure that out now. Um, But again, that's a conversation y'all need to have with your partner. Yeah. I think when you are long distance, y'all have to always make sure that you are on the same page. And if y'all are not on the same page, always putting in the work and the effort and the communication to try to get on the same page Mm -hmm. because one missed text message turned into a fight and it's like I was just doing the laundry like you know you always have to just stay um, or be an effective communicator to be in a long distance relationship you got to communicate and you have to have trust if you don't trust the relationship is going to fail yeah and um along with the communication is managing each other's expectations, right? So if your partner says like, I'm going to not feel good if I don't hear from you at least once a day or something like, okay, can you commit to that and say, okay, I like my partner enough to where I'm going to make sure they feel safe and secure. You know, it's got to be open communication, y'all open communication. I agree. Um, and set those boundaries, mm-hmm. right? You got mm-hmm. you got to be able to communicate those boundaries, like exactly like you said, Felicia. Like if you're letting your partner know, like, hey, it would really make my day if at the end of your work day, um, you sent me a text saying I miss you or or letting me know how your day was. Like you know what I mean? You have to mm-hmm. communicate because everyone's love language is different, right? And if they're not willing to do that, then maybe let's mm-hmm. think about that. 
girl. Maybe okay. Pack that box and put it to the left, to the left. Everything you own in the box to the left. Hey! So, moving on from relationship to friendship. I don't remember who asked this one because I'm seeing that I don't have their name written down. But we got a question that said, who makes a better friend? Your friend that is too honest all the time or your friend who is always just nice and tells you what you want to hear? You already know how I feel. How do you feel, Felicia? You got to be honest. I agree. Now, now, there is a way to be respectfully honest. And there is a way to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. There is a way to nicely be honest. I agree. So... For the honesty, sometimes I feel like I'm too honest with people, and I don't think people like it sometimes. But if you're not honest, then nobody's ever going to know. So you might as well say it, you know. But you can say it nicely. Say what you want to say. that Sarah Bareilles? I think that's Sarah Bareilles. I think so. Right? Shout Miss out to Sarah. her. That's a hit. Ooh, that girl, let me like hit. that on Spotify, girl, before I even forget, because that's a fucking song. <laughs> they put that on um, uh, an episode of Degrassi. I forget what episode it was, but it was oh. like someone had walked out and they were feeling vindicated. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I can see that. Okay, let me... Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go on ahead and say honesty just because it's easy to find people that will tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those mm-hmm. kinds of people, they're they are not useless, but I do prefer the value in someone being honest with me. Yeah, I, I feel like if you have a relationship where you can be honest with someone, there's just a lot of trust in that relationship and feelings of feeling safe and to express yourself. So I I prefer that. Yeah. And like you said, Felicia, there's a way to be honest and not be an asshole. I think that there are a lot of people out there that try to masquerade their mean ass bully tendencies with, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just being honest. If you can't handle the truth, like, no, you're an asshole. Like, let's keep it real. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, so we have this next one from A, and A writes, I invite my friend out all the time when I go out. She's the first person I think of when I have money to spend or have an event to go to. But with her, she never invites me anywhere. I always see pictures of her with other people, and she doesn't even mention that she'll be out with those people or even ask and at least give me a chance to say no. We only go out when I do the inviting. Am I being delusional or she just doesn't want to be my friend? This has been happening for a while, and I try to ignore it, but it just doesn't sit well with me. What should I do? Mm. I'm glad I didn't read none of these beforehand, girl. That was spicy, girl. That's that's some like real, that's some like real adult friendship type shit. Is it? Friendship? It is. 
so okay I have, whenever I read this question, I read it one way, and then you know how I am, Courtney. I like to see things from all sides, and I started thinking about it from the friend's perspective as well. So I just have, you know how, the Libra in me, bitch, has got to play devil's advocate here, because this is what I think whenever I read this. So you're saying that you're always the one that sets the plans with your friend, and your friend never does. Mm -hmm. I feel like Whenever I read this, I started thinking about what I do. I feel like I don't ever ask people to do stuff. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I don't ever ask people things because I'm scared that they're going to tell me no. Same. So I always wait for someone else to ask. Same. The only time I plan things is like my birthday and I always do it loosely Mm -hmm. so that I don't feel bad if people like don't show up. Exactly. So I wonder if your friend feels the same way i mean you're seeing her go out with other people do you know that she's she's the the one one setting it up setting that up um because i mean i think that you need to listen we're going to tell you for every question that you need to talk to the person but this really sounds like a conversation you two need to have because i mean i i totally understand where you're coming from and i have been that person but Mm -hmm. also being the friend Maybe she's scared that you're going to turn her down. (laughs) Yeah, the same way that this friend floats around with you, A, whenever you invite them out, um, could be the same way that they're floating around with the other friends Mm -hmm. because they're asking. Yeah. If this person is a true close friend to you that you value and you want to and you foresee a friendship with in the future and it's somebody you want to, you know, actually spend time on the relationship with, I would say you need to talk to her about it and let her know how you feel. Yeah. It could, for me, I feel like it's as simple as girl, next time we go out, you pick the place. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it doesn't even need to be like confrontational. It could right. be as easy as, oh, girl, didn't we have such a good time last night? Like the next morning, girl. Girl, we had such a good time last night, girl. Next time we go out, girl, you choose, girl. I ran out of places, girl. It could be just as simple as that. Yeah, or saying, like, let me know whenever you want to hang out or something, you know, just mm-hmm. something like that. It doesn't need to be extra unless right. you want it to be, you yeah. know? Yeah, depending on your relationship and how you guys converse with each other. Yeah. I talk about it. Talk about it with your friend, A. Mm. All right, Felicia. I'm going to read this next one. All right. Okay. This is from Y. Uh, and Y writes, best friend is jealous of success and downplaying graduation. Um, Why? What best friend? Yeah. Because the best friend wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, why? Um, you might think that this person is your best friend, but your best friend's not going to do that to you. Your best friend jealous as hell, and you need to get them out of your life ASAP. Um, that sounds toxic. I dealt with a friend like that where I really felt like we were very, very, very close. But looking back in hindsight, they were just very jealous of me um, and upset that people loved me the the way that they did um and a friend is never going to be jealous of your success and that is what i was encountering with that friend you know what i mean it was never Uh like a congratulations it was always kind of like a oh look at you like you know what i mean yeah that's not friendship 
Right. Like if you win, I'm gonna give you your flowers and then pull pull a trap door for more confetti and then we gonna go out to like you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I remember uh, Felicia when I uh, I first started working at my old job, mm-hmm. right? And I had gotten like kind of like a promotion a little bit, and I'll never forget how I just casually told my friends just like, oh yeah, I got promoted to blah, 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 like whatever, whatever. And their reaction, I was so used to the like, oh, look at you, Mm -hmm. that I was so overwhelmed when they were like, oh my God, no, we have to go out. No, like we're taking you out. Like this weekend we are going out. This is a huge thing to celebrate. Like that's what a friend does. Right. Exactly. Why? What you dealing with is some bullshit. Um, And congratulations on your graduation. That is something to smile about. That is something to make a spectacle over. Yeah. That is definitely a celebration. Congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of friends, we have a question from Jay. Mm. Um, and they say, I don't have any friends and I've been super lonely these past few months. How do I make friends? How do I stop feeling lonely? The only person I hang out with besides my family is my boyfriend. And I've just felt so lonely. Mm, I want to give Jay a hug. Mm, me too. You know, I'm tight. Um, Jay. Is it possible for you to find your community online? I feel like this is, I'm like setting this up to be sounding dangerous. <laughs> um, but like, you know how like we found each other through the internet mm-hmm. and we found other friends like through the internet. Yeah. And it wasn't like a stranger danger thing. Right. I want that for this person. Yeah. I, I think. I think Twitter and like fandom life and all that stuff is just like really a fun way to have a community and um, befriend people. So I would definitely try to find some people online that maybe there's some people that you haven't spoke to in a while that you might want to reconnect with or, Mm. um, you know, things things like that. I would I would definitely lean into those Internet friendships because I feel like friendships that are formed through the Internet are very special. I also want to say, um, going back to what you said, Felicia, the the checking up on your old friends, Mm -hmm. don't, to y'all, younger people perhaps listening, don't feel like losing touch with someone is like the end all be all. Right. Mm -hmm. Because as we get older, life truly does get in the way. You know, you Mm -hmm. have a million and one things going on just in your personal life and you might not be in constant contact. Don't feel like you can't reconnect with that person and it is weird or anything like that. Like I've definitely done that before. So maybe you have some distance in between you and some of your older friends. Um, Maybe the non-toxic ones so if you didn't left someone in the rear view because they toxically they ass there but if there's someone that you just organically lost contact with it doesn't hurt to say hey yeah yeah just to check back in with people because yes life gets in the way sometimes and maybe they're wanting to reconnect with you as well yeah mm. i want to give you a big hug jay shout out to you jay so we had one sent we had a very sweet email sent in from a mm-hmm. 
And um, I'm going to make sure you see it, Courtney, because she had some very sweet things to say to you. Um, But she um, also had a few questions for us. She said that she's always had a hard time connecting with people on a deeper level. She really related to you on the circle whenever you said you had difficulty making friends. Mm. Um, She said, how do you get past the feeling that you're bothering people? I find myself not wanting to call my friends or make plans because I don't want to interrupt what they might already be doing i want to be closer with my friends but i don't want to annoy them at the same time this literally sounds like something that i have written this that's me yeah (laughs) i I, I can't give you advice because i'm struggling with it present day I, i think that everybody to an extent feels this way um i mean speaking for myself i definitely do like we said earlier like Sometimes people are scared, the fear of rejection. Um, I always like giving people an out (laughs) whenever I ask somebody to do something like, Mm -hmm. oh, we should like if I'm going to be like, you know, call in a friend or something i'm like oh we can talk on this day at this time um but if you're not free then then let me know a different time so i kind of just that's how i go about making plans with people (laughs) i am awful at the art of reaching out um and i don't know how to fix it it's you you have to be like actively aware that people like you and even if you ask someone to hang out and they are busy on that one day at that one time it doesn't mean that they will be busy the next time exactly like I had someone come up to me and like give me their phone number and we're friendly and you know hit me up whenever and (laughs) I said I don't want to bother them. Even though they literally took three minutes out of their life to explain to me how much they wanted to be friends specifically. Mm -hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. You just got to get over yourself in the nicest way possible. It's really hard. It's really hard. hard. Because you and I, we deal with it too. So A, I would just say start making little baby steps with that. Um, And if you do have a good friend that you can confide in, maybe tell them that you're feeling this way and they can give you some reassurance because I've found that very helpful um, just this past year is like confiding in people, telling them when I am feeling insecure about a friendship and um, getting that reassurance really helps. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. So we have this next one from E and E writes, this is awkward because y'all read my mind not to be a downer, but best advice if you've ever dealt with depression slash anxiety and ways to overcome dark times in general. Thank you, cuties. (laughs) So we also had um, we also had some people reach out on Instagram saying that they'd been really struggling with anxiety and depression recently. We had um, someone telling us that their mother that's struggling with it. I can't even imagine having that on, like having people that I'm responsible for on top of it. Um, This is something that um, is relatively new to me that I'm starting to like tackle in therapy because y'all have heard me on this podcast say that I don't know what anxiety is because I've never experienced. Well, surprise, I'm actually anxious all the time. And I didn't know that what it was, was anxiety. Mm. Um, And I've also dealt with depression this year and I've never 
recognized what it was before and it's been like the worst depression I've ever had. So um, it's been difficult dealing with that. So I can definitely relate to you guys whenever you're saying that, like, it's so hard to overcome. Um, But what has helped me with it is definitely therapy, which I realize some people can't do. They don't have the funds or the insurance or resources to do. But if you are able to go to therapy, that is such a big help. And especially, um, I was on put on medication for the first time this year. Um, and that has also helped a lot. And then just friends and being honest and vulnerable, even though it's like the last thing you want to do. Um, and also just not, not putting guilt on yourself or pressure on yourself and just letting yourself feel those feelings and work through them rather than feeling guilty for feeling anxious or depressed, if that makes sense. Mm. Damn, Felicia. You've grown. I really have. I mean, I just cannot believe how much therapies just like saved my life. Yeah. I love that for you in a serious way. Yeah, it's been difficult. It's been a difficult year. Yeah. But look, you okay? Yeah, I'm overcoming it. I'm yeah. I'm and I am aware that it's stuff that might not ever go away, but I feel like I just have the tools to know how to handle it and it's not so scary when you when, because it is very scary when you're, you know, in your lowest points. Mm, it's very scary. So Mm. Well, how about this? You gave us, if you have the funds and insurance, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't got neither of that, girl. So what I'll say for, who is this? E? A? E, e, e. and several other people on okay. our socials. Even better. Hey, E. Um, I don't go to therapy, although I would like to go to therapy. Um, I'm currently on the hunt. Um for an awesome black therapist, to be honest. Um, But when I'm in a low point, I try to, I'm the kind of person that like um, secludes myself. Secludes Mm -hmm. a word, can I do that? Mm -hmm. Um, I just like to be by myself and I like to do things that make me feel good and I try to take care of myself. So it really kind of depends on what, stage of my life I'm in like if I'm working out a lot then I know for a fact that even on the days I don't even want to like look at a pair of basketball shorts and I wear them every single day I put them on and I go um because at the end of the workout you know you get your endorphins going and you you really do feel better Mm -hmm. um but there's so many ways that you can take care of yourself whether it's treating yourself to uh Postmates lunch. I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you just want to like wait till nobody's home and then like take a hot shower and blast the music as loud as you want and sing and scream and whatever. I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever is going to make you feel good and not harm you, that is what I recommend that you do. Um, mm-hmm. And always have the understanding that on your worst day, it can only go up from there. You just have to stick around um, to see it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just you have to really, really lean into self-care and take care of yourself. There's actually a lot of really good um, TikTokers and TikTok accounts that help 
show you different ways that like if you're having a depressive episode, like how you can take care of yourself um, because Mm -hmm. it does get difficult to take care of yourself, just like brushing your teeth, you know? Um, So there's, there are a lot of resources online, just an insane amount compared to whenever I was like younger and just my age now, like I'm, I very much appreciate having those resources and seeing little tips and tricks of, you know, ways to support yourself and make sure you're still taking care of yourself to the best extent that you can. Shout out to you guys. Um, don't forget about you. Yes. So we have a couple of more questions here. All righty. We also had a good handful of questions about crushes, which, you know, we've talked about. (laughs) Oh, Lord. We've talked about that a lot on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Over the years. Um, But we had questions from people saying, like, they're 25 and they've never dated anybody. They've only had crushes. We have this question here from S who says that they always have crushes and they never say anything about it. How do they get over that fear? Courtney, why don't you give them some advice (laughs) on how to deal with crushes? Tell them them stuff that you tell me. (laughs) You got, listen, if you had a crush, you might as well tell the crush. Because at the end of the day, you would rather know that your crush either liked you or didn't than have like a question mark about it. You know what I mean? It's scary. It's scary. It's It's scary. I don't know how long you have to tell me that before I do it. Um, Because, you know, I'm scared to do stuff like that. Yeah. But it made you a better person. It did. Listen. I did it for the first time. Yeah, I did it for the first time because of Courtney. That was the first time? That was the first time I've ever been the one to say something, yeah. Good shit. (laughs) I'd high five you. We were in the same room. I didn't know that. The answer is better than the question because no matter what the answer is, you know. Right, right. Because you're you're exactly right. Like, are you just going to sit on this wonder and waste time that you could possibly be together? Because what if they feel the same way back? Um, That's how you got to think about it, S. You never know. And S, I'm going to tell you right now. If you don't say nothing, don't say nothing when the person you got a crush on show up with somebody else. Exactly. Because you had your (laughs) shot and we done told you what to do. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, as I say, go for it. Slide into the DMs yeah. if that makes it a little bit easier. You know what someone tried to do to me recently, Felicia? I had to what? LOL. What? Someone sent girl in the other, other, other inbox, girl. Someone sent a dog emoji and then came, and then the next message was like, Charles, get back here. Anyway. I'm so-and-so. How are you today? Please. (laughs) Please. I thought I was back in PA at the corn maze, girl. Mazezilla, girl. Mm. (sighs) (laughs) Y'all. Come on. (laughs) Woo! Don't try that on me, because, bitch, I'm a cat, girl. (laughs) Don't try it on me. And the dog and said, get back here. I said, (laughs) 
I had to laugh. I had to laugh. That was a good one. That's a good one. That gave me the good belly giggle. That's a good one. I've never heard that one before. Good job. Shout out. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, man. (laughs) Y'all tell your crushes you like them. Fuck it. Fuck it. Like, what's the worst that could happen? They don't like you and then you get a crush on somebody else. What's the worst thing? Can ha- You've already survived a global pandemic, bitch. Yo, okay. <laughs> Tell your crush you like them. Come Listen, on. If you made it this far and you alive and listening to this, this is a new lease on life. You need to do what you got to do before another pan something happened and then your ass is trapped in the house wishing that you should have did, would have did, and could have did while we was outside. Listen, it's about to be summer 2020. Let's just go kiss everyone and have a million crushes. Why don't we just do that? Felicia said, girl, who's showing up to the orgy? (laughs) (laughs) Summer 2020, we're vaccinated. Summer 2020, more like the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, come on. Woodstock. (laughs) Who wants to kiss me? (laughs) So speaking of Woodstock... (laughs) Someone said, F said, help, LOL. I'm going on a trip next month and I'm making a playlist. Who do I listen to or what's a must list song for a long car trip? A must have on your trip is you have to have my just moved into my top 10 of all favorite songs of all time. Mysterious Girl by Peter Andre. I listen to it every day single day every single day multiple times throughout the day um, i'm acting to mine please do i'm you're gonna be like what the fuck is this and i you you saw celebrity circle i did peter andre oh that song okay 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 i feel you girl i thought that i was like why do you keep like sing? they was like singing it but they wasn't really like singing it and i was uh-huh. like hold on let me hear this song girl why i fell in love with the damn song i know my boyfriend is so sick of it um <laughs> because i play it every single day every yeah. single day as soon as we get in the car mysterious girl <laughs> i love I that stare at you walking on the show this part goes, oh, 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 mysterious girl That is my fucking song. Shout out to Peter Andre. Shout out. Celebrity Circle. That's a good one. (laughs) F. I was thinking about this and I have one that I added to. So I decided to start making my summer 2021 playlist and something that I added to it today. It just came up on the recommended and it something in my bones told me it was right. And I'm going to tell you to put it on yours too. Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. Teenage Dream by Katy Like the song? That is a good road trip song. That is a good road trip song. I remember where I was um, when I heard that song for the first time. I think that song was, I had like got a new iPod and it was like one of the first songs I bought Mm -hmm. from the iTunes was Teenage Dream. That album um, doesn't have skips. No, it doesn't. So if you want to go on ahead and just play that whole album, go off. But you can just, that's just such a, like, anthem song that you could just yell in the car with the windows down to, you know? Felicia. Yeah. Are we going to see Katy Perry at the residency? I don't know. Are we? <laughs> Felicia said a flash of Courtney and Ricky swinging from the ceiling. I know. Bullshit's like, going on around me. I said they're vaccinated. We're all going to be vaccinated. It's going to be Vegas. 
what's going to happen if we do this? <laughs> it was announced that she's doing her residency, girl. Katie is coming, girl. Listen, I'm sure we will go see Miss Katie. She said, oh, you ready to be for the Katie Cats, girl? Purr, girl. Let's go. I Listen, I, I've seen Katie Perry before. you seen Katie Perry perform before? I did. When? In 2006, bitch, <laughs> at the yeah. Vans War Tour. <laughs> Alicia, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> she was playing at the Vans I'm like waiting for the 2000, like the 2011. She said 2006, <laughs> bitch. Was she? <laughs> so it was just Literally, she was on stage singing, I kissed a girl and I liked it. There was hardly nobody there. I was there because she, I knew who she was because she was dating Travis Scott from Gym Class Heroes. Mm. <laughs> she was in the music video for Cupid's Chokehold, which is, by the way, blowing up on TikTok right now. Really? Uh, Cupid's Chokehold? Uh, it's blowing up on TikTok right now. <sighs> Shout out to Travi. I wanted to be him when I was younger. I wanted to be in a band and be Travi Williams. Um, I'm going to find a way to find out what he's up to and say hello. Huh? I think I called him Travis Scott. <laughs> girl, I didn't even know this girl. I don't know, y'all. Listen, we had a lot of questions come in for an advice episode, and we have about talked y'all's ear off with advice, so we're going to have to do a continuation and do some more advice another episode. Damn right. All y'all got to do is um, keep sending those questions to the email, and we'll do another one. Yeah, send send us in anything you want us to talk about or if there's certain topics, email us overheard pantry, overheard pantry at gmail.com. Also, we have some playlists in our um, information on the podcast thing. So if you want to check out our playlists for your road trips, go right ahead and get into that. Get into the bops. Um, go follow us over on Instagram. I'm sure by the time this episode airs we have hit a thousand followers so thanks for following us um go over there and do it if you haven't already also um like i said last time my twitter got suspended if you want to follow my second account that i made in the meantime it's just hi underscore felicia y'all better go and follow felicia you'll never tell a bye I'm so sad that I haven't gotten my main account back yet. I've tried to find a lot of people, but I can't remember people's usernames. So if I have not followed you, follow me and I'll follow you back because please come find me. It's high underscore Felicia because I miss y'all so much. <laughs> you haven't um, heard back from Twitter yet? I have not. I, I, I haven't. Mm. Jack. Come I'm on. looking at you. Well, I hope it gets figured out and squared away, Felicia. I hope so. Um, Courtney, is there anything you would like to add? The only thing I would like to add is thank you guys for being beautiful. Stay safe. Hug your pals and check on them and tell everybody how you feel in a nice way. Love that. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.